1: What's up, everybody? Another edition of Locked on ACC. Super excited to bring the gang back. Got my guy, Drake, from Locked on Seminoles here. We're going to talk about college football playoff expansion potential, all the wild scenarios that are going to be thrown at you. Maybe we're going to talk about who in the ACC could potentially nab a final spot if there are additional spots available, who really just needs to let it go and like no chance in hell. Maybe we can talk about senior bowls. Do we need to still have them? Do we need to have uh, bowl games at all? Should we have, you know, college conference championship games all these things are going to be discussed on today's show but first i want to remind you guys that stat hero the first ever daily see C- daily fantasy there it is sports book that gives the player the advantage you go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300 percent back on your first play drake how's it going how has your week been so far you know you started a new job things are rolling you're doing good things in the world so like fill us in
0: uh it's good right now i mean i thoroughly i finally finished the move from baltimore down to here spoiler yeah. alert it's really down, hot down here in south florida and also i live in the coconut creek area so if those of you don't know that's near boca raton parkland shout 954 and i work <laughs> in downtown miami okay. so i have a For those of you familiar, I have like an hour commute every single morning. So I actually kind of wake up like around 5:30, 5:45, get on the road by 6:45 and get in early. I'm not gonna say what time because I know my boss and my coworkers do listen to this. So I'm gonna say exactly when I get in, but I get in there (laughs) early enough to, you know, get my job done, get everything done for the day. But no, I'm loving it right now. I'm doing doing what I love to do. So and I'm glad to be here for Frustal Friday.
1: Listen, that is really dope. I love the fact that you are doing what you love because that is the name of the game. And speaking of doing what you love, today's world, we all know college football playoffs has been an exciting time, but we're all getting bored of seeing the same teams play time and time again. So, of course, the expansion conversation has come up and now we are reading reports that there might be a 12-team expansion. And at first, I'm like, okay, four to like eight, cool, cool, cool. But 12, I was not expecting that number what
0: are your thoughts yeah i actually just heard 12 twelve two like on the way over I listened to another uh Florida state podcast and i was mm-hmm. like 12 that's a lot of players because i've been <laughs> I, i've been in favor of an expansion i would like to see eight i would okay. see as the five conference champions and that and then the way they would do that is that the conference championship will actually become a play-in game so you win that game you oh, actually get a locked into the bracket and then you would have three out large bids yeah well sorry no you have two out large bids and you have one group of five and that would typically be the one strong with the strongest strength schedule or the strongest record. And that's yeah. how I would do it. 12. I don't think we can do 12 yet. Cause that's just, I think that's a, too large of a number right now at this point. Hmm. And I think right now, like some people are saying, like, no, why will not you just expand, you know, to just a six, six, I don't think is enough. Eight. I think is like the right number, maybe down the road further on we can do the 12, but I don't think there are 12 teams that can consistently play to be the best in the country I think eight's the right number
1: true so the fact that they would have to I mean you couldn't have games going on in December like there couldn't be bowl games and then you people are vying for a playoff spot like it would have to be one or the other in my opinion like the Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. game would probably have to be the last bad boy and then we're figuring it out but I want to run by you a scenario an example of how it would have worked last season and I want to get your thoughts based on how teams finishes we all know like I'm I'm gonna sit, you know, say Bama would have beat anybody in front of them. But here just in case. So AM, Texas AM, would have played Coastal Carolina, and the winner of that would have played Notre Dame. Oklahoma would have played Indiana, winner of that would have played Ohio State. Florida would have played Iowa State, winner of that would have played Clemson. And then Cincinnati, Cincinnati would have played Georgia, winner of that would play Bama. Now you think, Oh, Georgia, Bama, same thing. I mean, obviously once again, I don't think anybody was beating Bama last year, but coastal Carolina playing A&M and Notre Dame is why I don't think there should be an expansion of 12 teams.
0: <laughs> really? Cause I, yeah, re, I think Texas and will win that game and I of think course. Texas and Texas and M would be Notre Dame. And I say that primarily Jimbo has beaten Notre Dame twice in his career from like when he was at FSU mm-hmm. to Texas AM, they struggle a lot because their offense is really slow paced. It's kind of like, you know, it's boring football, but the only team that, that, that works, like, you know, with like astounding, like 100% success is a team like Nordine that also is really slow and doesn't, that how lacks the firepower. Like, you think you're telling me that Ian Book would, like, you know, be lights out against Kellen Mond? And that Michael Elko defense that was top 10 in the country, like...
1: I mean, they struggled against Carolina, but if we're going to keep it a ban.
0: Okay, yeah, but y'all had two, you know, drafted <laughs> running backs in my card and Javante Williams, and y'all had Sam play Howell.
1: It. They did not play against them in the bowl Ooh. game, though. Oh, they didn't. They didn't, and they still held their own. So we would have had Sam Howell and company, but we would have had Tony Grimes being a true freshman who kind of tore that ass up. So I'm just saying, I mean, of course, the fourth quarter, we we remembered who we were, but throughout mm-hmm. the three quarters, we definitely held a candle. My my point in saying, when, like, Coast Carolina, I mean, it was cute, right? It was, we loved the, you know, yeah. the Cinderella the mall- thing.
0: The like mall- <laughs> mall- mall- those were dope, but yeah, like, I love the group of five. I've always said that the American Athletic Conference is better than the Pac-12. Sure. Like, that to me, like, the UCF, Cincinnati is better than Oregon, Washington, what Utah, the Utes, or whatever. Okay. But Coastal Carolina is not going to beat any of those teams that you just listed, like, at all.
1: That's tough. Yeah, it's tough.
0: It's tough. tough. The only team, I think, out there that could have done that was maybe Cincinnati with Desmond Ritter and Luke Fickle. But we saw against Georgia in the bowl game where when they needed to, you know, be more than themselves and, you know, be that, you know, that clutch gene, they didn't have it. Right. And they lost a clutch game to Georgia, who's notoriously known for always choking in the end. So,
1: talk about it. But even talk more about, about ACC teams: the Florida, Iowa State, and then eventually playing Clemson. Do you think that would have been a, even a good matchup, Florida versus Clemson? Because I don't think Iowa State would have beat Florida.
0: Iowa State, uh, yeah, Iowa As much as I want Florida to lose that game, they're not going to. <laughs> Kyle Trask. As much I thought into the coming of the year that he really wasn't going to be that much of a factor. Turns out I was completely dead ass wrong. And he was a <laughs> contender for a reason. And Kyle Pitts is probably the best tight end that we've had in the past 20 years. Sure. But I don't think they would be Clemson. Um, I know we talked a lot about, you know, Brent Venables maybe being a little stale with his schemes and they were having a young defense. I still would say that Dan Mullen would find a way to like somehow mess that up against and give Trevor Lawrence a kind of an out and a tra- Travis like, like as well, being able to win that game. And also, to yeah. me, in this scenario too, you still would have was it was it uh, Tony Elliott and in, in that game, and that to me was a big reason why also they could have lost Ohio State. A hundred
1: percent. But I look at it as like at the end of the day, I love the eight team scenario, but I think you mm-hmm. get real busy when you try to add twelve because we all know football is not exactly the world's, you know, safest sport. And so you're just Mm -hmm. offering more opportunities for potential injuries. And I don't even know if guys would still want to play in college football playoffs, if they still know they have to go through like almost several rounds in order to potentially get a national championship. But I'm going to hold that conversation because I want to segue into the fact, should there be bowl games or should we just do away based on, you know, you mentioned Kyle Pitts and some of these great guys, Trevor Lawrence could have opted out if he wanted to, of course, having college football playoffs is a certain, an incentive but should we move away from bowl games in general and just focus on college football playoffs so if you get top 12 that's cool if not you know that's your season or you know how, how should we play that but first I want to remind, talk to you guys a little bit about Stat Hero introducing Stat Hero it's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts players in control and winning within reach here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them it's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup Your name, you name your stakes. Winner takes all. You have the advantage that hero is showing you that their lines ahead of time. No one else does that. I mean, that's pretty incredible. You are in control. Stat Hero is DFS the way it was meant to be. One on one. Play stat hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash locked on. Sign up for free. And right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300 percent match that's unheard of. Go to stathero.com slash locked. On. So I have with me today, Drake talking on our freestyle Friday about college football playoff expansion, possibly being 12 teams. We're hearing murmurs that it could be that we are, we're feeling like eight would be solid, but if we don't have college football playoff expansion, or if we do, even if we do, I'll just put it in there. We do have expansion. Should there still be bowl games? I feel like we should just do away with those bad boys. Like, I haven't seen a lot of guys who've really put on, like, you know, back in the day, it used to be okay, you have a bowl game, you have an opportunity to make some more money, potentially. Like, people who haven't seen you throughout the entire season now have a chance to like really put their eyes on you and give you an opportunity maybe to, you know, get drafted in the late rounds. But now, it seems like there's this more definitive, we kind of know who's going where, you know, all bearing all craziness happening so really what's the point because we have a lot of guys opting out as i mentioned at the top of the show carolina had five guys opt out who all eventually got drafted but it definitely wasn't the same kind of excitement we had going into playing texas a&m as we could have had. we had guys like javante and michael carter so i would love to know your thoughts towards having bowl games or not
0: so as a fan i like the bowl games got like with the watch more football but the reality is if you're playing these extra games to one of two things gonna are, need to happen mm-hmm. either you cut the bowl games that are kind of you know i'm looking at the list right now and the first one is the bahamas bowl the, the cure bowl and book raton bowl i know that the schools get a little bit of money from this but i don't think it's enough to justify the cost of these players like having extra games like under the belt and also going through wear and tear Agree. either that needs to happen or you're going to need to limit the regular season games of out-of-conference opponents And that's a little more of a sticking point that I think is less likely to happen because a lot of those schools rely on those games, you know, for their entire quarter. I remember FSU played Citadel, I think uh, my third year of college and that was like, they, we paid them $980,000 that went to their entire athletic program, not just the football, but the baseball, softball track and all that. So maybe the NCAA might look to cut those out. Yeah. But to me, you do have to get rid of some of these bowl games. Cause I think you're going to make more money or offset it at least with these extra playoff games.
1: No doubt. And I also think at the end of the day, there's just not the same hype around bowl games as there used to be. Like you used to get excited for the cotton bowl. You used to get excited for the orange bowl and the mm-hmm. respective bowls. There just is not that same, like, oh, we got the Rose Bowl and it's, you know, the granddaddy of them all. Like, I mean, there ain't that much the same. It doesn't feel the same kind of jubilee that we once had. But I also think that the reason we got to do away with these bowl games is because player safety. I think, if, I think just mentality-wise, A lot of guys aren't really into them. Right. If you're not playing for the big prize, it's like eh. it's cool to sit up one more time with your brothers, but I could be on break, (laughs) especially you saw in 2020. A lot of teams opted out of bowls just because one wouldn't be around family just tired of being isolated Two, you know football just wasn't the same last year right so i think there's just considerations all around um but there was some idea of throwing out conference championship games and really honing in on the 12 team expansion now what are your thoughts around that
0: yeah. See, like to me, I think you don't throw that out. Um, mm-hmm. I think you get rid of those bowl games. I think maybe you remove one more conference game, not the out-of-conference game, or maybe the one, because like some schools, like SEC, I think plays four out-of-conference games, which to me, mm-hmm. they, they we all know you guys do that to boost your stats. Come on. Like, <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's Nick Saban, you do it all the damn time with all your Citadels, your L's, yeah. FGCUs, all the small, small schools. But the conference game to me, I think, provides a very easy path to actually seeding these teams. Mm. Where the winner of that conference is automatically locked in, kind of like the NCAA tournament, yeah. And that to me is kind of like your playing game. And the playing games for the for college basketball this past year were probably some of the best games we watched. But especially with the UCLA with Michigan, watching them against Michigan State, like those were great games to watch. And yeah. to me, that you kind of use that because also it's kind of a barometer for wait a minute, these teams were like neck and neck all year. The guy that lost only has one loss, and now it's to the champion team. Usually, you easily get right there have your at large bid, and that's easier proceeding. You can put them up the opposite side of the bracket. And so they can probably see a rematch down the road too, as well. So that to me is better for, it helps with the seating, but again, 12 to me is too much for that. I think eight will be the better number, but I think for conference teams, you think you still need that for that. So
1: yeah, but I hope that you know, like when we talk about conference championship, usually it's almost like okay, if Georgia gets smacked by Bama, it ruins their seating and you know they're dropped out of the top 12. So there's no chance that they'll be able to play. So mm-hmm. I, I would also just love to have a sitting conversation with this committee. Like, what are y'all's thought process? Like, y'all have been so four-team only, four team only. We never want to change anything. You realize ain't nobody really into that no more. The group five people are damn near about to be added of this bad boy. And you're like, okay, well, we'll get 12. And like, like, once we have this 12 expansion, if the group five teams get smacked, are we going to be like, see, that's why we go back to power five. How do you, how are we going to even pick? Well, we right? see the we see the fourth
0: seed team always get smacked. Are you kidding me? We saw Washington, the one year they were in, get boat raced by Bama. You see Notre Dame every damn year is either the pretend three seed or maybe the four seed for some damn reason. And they always get boat raced. So no, whatever, every year the team that seed the worst has to play Bama or Clemson when they're at their best and they always got smacked. So I don't want to hear that nonsense <laughs> of like seems like it's like oh they're gonna get boat race. No no, yeah. no, no 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 I'm no I'm sick of that no
1: Listen, and but, you know, what's crazy. This is a complete aside. There are so many damn random ass Notre Dame fans. Like, I don't mean I, well, I was in everywhere. Texas and they were I was like, how do y'all why? Like, how did you even come to love? Notre Dame? Like, of course, everybody has their stories. But like, that's just so weird to me that you love. But it, they are every freaking where it's crazy.
0: it's them. It's USC yeah. and it's Miami. Those yeah. three fan bases are everywhere. And yeah. I like, I literally, I was in Baltimore for the past three years. There was a <laughs> Notre Dame bar next to a Miami bar across the street from a USC bar. And I'm sitting here, like, was like, and I'm like, y'all have the same thing I have in common with all three of them. I didn't go to that school either. So right. I don't know why, why the hell you root for this team anyway, so.
1: Right, right. And it's such crazy allegiance. But I did, before we talk about the bar, I want to ask about the group five, because listen... I am kind of with Cincy and UCF on this train of we're going to stop playing if you guys are not going to respect us. Like, I, I think it was cute. The Coast Carolina thing was cute. Like, I would give it a shot just to see. Like, we, need, we need one year where we just see. But, like, I'm also to the point now why don't you just make your own ish and just do your own thing. I mean, I think it's just as great.
0: Yeah, I, I just – I think if they do that, they are kind of will be even seen less. It's like, oh, you got to go off and yeah. do your own thing. Why, why don't you just join a real conference? Because I think we've been hearing, like, ACC replace, you know, a small school like Wake Forest with UCF. Yeah. Why don't you do that? Because all you'll, you'll have three, four schools. You, Cincinnati, go to the Big Ten and replace, oh, I don't know, Minnesota. Because Minnesota only had one good year in a P.J. Fleck, and that's about it. So, to me, I think it's more that, like we're, they should probably push more to be in you know, one of the bigger Power Five conferences. Because right now, it, it is true, the American Conference kind of lets them down a little bit, and it doesn't really put us in the forefront. And their commissioner... Is kind of wishy washy with like scheduling out of conference play. (laughs) Cause like, like we saw with Coastal Carolina, BYU, like they literally, you know, out of nowhere, like, hey guys, we'll play each other and we'll make some great TV. Right. No other, no, no other group of five conference to do that. So.
1: Jim Phillips better never do that. Right. But I, I feel like Wake Forest gets so much flat. This is again, another aside. It's fine. It's free. So Friday, Wake Forest is always the first Wake Forest and Boston College are always the first teams on the block. Like, Hey, y'all need somebody. Okay. We got you. Like, don't even worry about it.
0: <laughs> it's because they're nerds. We we'll pick on nerds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, we're definitely down to just be like, all right, deuces. But I do think if you look at ACC as a whole and like grand scheme landscape, all the sports definitely have Wake Forest strong in some categories, Boston College strong in others, so I think that's why like, they'll never be able to like, actually boot them out, but I'm yeah. a strong consideration. I, would, I wouldn't I would doubt it, no doubt. So there's that, but guys, listen, if you are trying to bet on all sports this season, I cur- encourage you to get betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports. Baseball is in full swing. Florida State is wrapping up with their potential softball championship. so at the time of recording. We don't know yet, but when this airs on Friday, just know that I feel like the Seminoles are going to be the champs. We're going to claim that, okay? But if you want to get in on the action, make sure you get the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in the game as teams are prepping for some great runs. Online your online sportsbook experts. And after you're done with that, ensure that you are down to ride with Bill Bar. I'm going to tell you, if you're on a fitness journey like me, you are looking for some great treats to stay fit and keep you nice and toned. Lean on Bill Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar ever with 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate. Bill Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Bill Bar because it's low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Go to BillBar.com and use promo code Locked On you'll get 20% off your next order. So we're wrapping up today's show, Drake Freestyle Friday, and we are talking all things college football playoffs, potential 12-team expansion. We threw some scenarios out there. We're feeling as if, you know, you got to do away with bowl games if you're not going to really – if you're going to take the 12 expansion team seriously and listen – Group five, we want you to stay with us. Don't, don't try and do your own thing because you need to get your kids some exposure. So you heard it there from Drake first. But we got some ACC teams that are looking for a spot in the college football playoffs. Notre Dame's not claiming us. We got to fill in the void. And maybe if we do have 12 teams, though, there are some other people that could get in the conversation. Already, we already know Carolina is knocking on the door for a top 12 finish. But is there anybody else you want to fight for?
0: Hmm. that I want to buy for
1: (laughs) not that you want to but you know could have a chance and I know you're not going to say the hurricane so I'll even throw out Miami I feel like Miami can have a top 12 performance this year Yeah, I. uh, Yeah, you can. I know it killed you. No,
0: like (laughs) if I'm playing devil's advocate, as much as I hate to do this, even though I'm a lawyer, so it kind of like you know part of my job. Miami does have a decent chance of coming in, coming in if De'Ara King comes back healthy. Now they have a lot of question marks on defense, primarily Avante Williams. We don't know if he actually is going to be the kid that they they thought because he was medically DQ'd last year, but somehow came back. Their D line is kind of you know lacking a little bit with draft choices of Quincy Roche, Gregory Mm -hmm. Rousseau. I think Ness Silvera is still back. But Miami can definitely make some noise. Um, looking all further through it, I don't see anybody else in the coastal besides those two, UNC and Miami. I think my UNC, like I've already said before, it before, I said again, Sam Howell is probably the best quarterback in the country. Like, not no ifs, ands, or buts from me. Like, I'm just taking it to the bank. And mm-hmm. in the Atlantic, I, I really want to say Florida state here. I really do as a Homer and on my, on my biased <laughs> opinion, but I've seen our offensive line for the past five years and it's nothing short of probably extremely mediocre. So yeah. until I see that, that improve, I'm not going to say that. Maybe a team that could probably make a little bit of noise. And I've been a huge fan of his Boston college. And I could, mm. I think that's, that's hundred percent, probably the second best coach team in, in the entire conference. I love Jeff Halfley. Big Phil's a lot good with that. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna tell make me pick teams and like I don't wanna pick Miami, I'm gonna pick Boston College for that. So
1: Damn. Well, Boston College would have one hell of an up <laughs> one hell of a trajectory if they get into the top twelve this season. But I think AJ would appreciate that. So Miami, Carolina, and Boston College is who we say is gonna have a top twelve finish.
0: Oh Clemson. My, uh, yeah.
1: Clemson four. Yeah, yeah Clemson. if we could get four teams in there. Well, Clemson, you know. Oh, Clemson! Even,
0: I'm not even. I'm not even. I wasn't even going to talk about that because I'm like, isn't Clemson already like basically like kind of? If we're doing twelve,
1: that's kind of yeah. a lock
0: already for that, right?
1: He, they are gonna have a top twelve. Even if they didn't, even if they were like thirteen and on the cusp, we know the powers that be are gonna ensure that a Clemson gets into the damn thing off the string. I mean, we're at the point now in college football playoffs where people get in off the string. Clearly, Notre Dame has gotten in off the strength so many times. That's fair.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean that's fair. That's fair. I mean, Notre Dame just like there. they don't claim us. We don't claim them, even though ACC never wants to make a documentary for them. But if we have three teams in the college football playoff, and like for that, how many teams are conferences like the SEC or like maybe the Big Twelve going to have? That's the question. It's like, how spicy. much do you do? You put a cap on it because to me, like I would put a cap at three teams for each okay. conference. Okay. Like, so to um, me, like if we're being, if we're, like jokes aside yeah. now, like ACC would probably have like Clemson, UNC. I hate to say it, but Miami would definitely be the third team. Is that the thing that they have? The strongest potential to be a third team. Sure. SEC would probably be Alabama, Georgia. I'm not saying Florida. I think their new QB is not going to be that great. I'm going to put Auburn out there with Brian Harson. actually do like Brian Harson a lot. Okay. Big 12, Oklahoma probably would only have Oklahoma and Iowa State. And that's, that's what, what is that right there? That's eight. Mhm. So then the big ten will be probably Ohio State, Penn State. Michigan's not doing a damn thing as long as fraudball's there. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about someone with like impenetrable job security. that is Jim fraudball. Yeah. and the Why? Group of five- he knows that
1: the body is bodies are buried.
0: It's, 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 it's no joke. He, he, he had a terrible year last year and got another extension. And then you got your Pac-12 would only be one team. It'll maybe be Oregon, even though they'd probably be the team. Probably they'll be almost 500. They'll probably be seven to five.
1: Okay, so how many is that?
0: That right there is three, two, two. three, three, two, two. That's, so that's 11. So you need the one group of five.
1: Wow. And we still crap it on our guys in the G5. Yeah, I mean, you think UCF is
0: going to do it again with Gus Malzahn? <laughs> I like Gus Malzahn, but there's a reason why I got fired.
1: <laughs> I just think, though, I'm talking about just giving people a shot. Like, I I feel like they're not going to be happy with just one op- opportunity available. But you have to go to the strength of schedule and you got to go through all that kind of stuff. It's, oh, it's no,
0: not- I'm not. I'm not saying you get three like locked in conferences. Okay. Like, no, no, no. I say that you're only allowed three per conference at most
1: okay so So okay
0: with my 12 team if i'm looking at this previous year (laughs) is that's probably how it would have gone
1: okay but in general you think it's all up for grabs Uh,
0: i think i i think i think the cream will still rise to the top like alabama's still going to be beating everybody up Clemson might falter a little bit. Ohio state's probably going to make it again. And probably will once again, as we saw this past year, like be so close, but no cigar, but you're going to see like teams that, you know, that we didn't think we're going to do well actually beat the first team We're gonna be had that Cinderella story have a great TV range. you know, you, you want to root for that team, but also you want to root against the team that you hate every yeah. single damn time.
1: Yeah. So
0: they might, so you'll probably see like a Cincinnati beat somebody like up there. Like probably they'd probably beat Miami. They'd probably beat Iowa state. Like really easily. Mm-hmm. but no i think if you're still going to have like alabama playing at the top which kind of defeats the purpose of like we're seeing the same teams every single year but unfortunately alabama until something's changed it's going to be alabama every year
1: who <laughs> buddy that's a spicy take right there well i mean i don't know I mean, what do you else think? that i mean listen i th- i would love to see a whole- if we're going to do it let's just commit if we're going to really shake things up let's actually go full throttle all in change teams you know If you're, if you don't get, let's say, if you got two losses on your record, sorry, like I want teams that like, okay, we're going all undefeated, even if it's power, even if it's G5, whatever, like give these guys a legitimate shot to see how they stand up against, because I mean, what are we doing here? If if you're saying these guys in the pros are coming from these random one-off schools, like can, can they hold a candle to these programs? I want to know what's the difference. Everyone keeps telling me there's such a big difference. What the, what is the difference? What's the difference between a coastal Carolina and and Indiana? What is the difference?
0: I mean, that's a fair. That's a fair. I mean, that's a fair point. I mean, in like there to me personally, there really isn't one. I think those two teams actually, if you played them like ten times out of ten, probably six six to four, maybe Indiana because they had a better quarterback. But do you really want to see like a team from the MAC like a Buffalo? Be playing because like because they, they would do seating for this if it was bracket wise yeah, and the yeah. MAC is is obviously one of the weird conferences so they're gonna be playing a top doggy to Clemson Ohio State or Alabama they're not you might see a forty two to like twenty or fifty seven to like thirty game.
1: But let and, me see it so I know. Let me so you, see it so I can so. finally get understanding. So I like when everyone talks that junk, you're like, I mean, what we got over here? There you go. Here's your proof. This is why. This is why you sit where you're sitting. So stop complaining. Or like, but I want to see a boise state in an Iowa State. Well, let me see that with my own too. So we can finally in put the bed, YG5 is where it's at, and you know, go from there. Because at this point, I think it's just a booster energy versus like actual talent. Cause clearly guys are coming from all over and going to the next level.
0: I mean, that's a fair point. I think also you're a little too think you're thinking of the boys state Oklahoma game that kind of started the entire crossover <laughs> playoff thing where literally they beat AP and like a was well, statue of Liberty played. And the one that gave Chris Pearson's job at Washington. That was like, that's the only time I think I've seen like a true, truly group. Like a know group of five now, like they're not, they're in independence. No, they're, they're mountain West school. So they're not yeah. even a top tier, top flight group of five conference. Like it, like the American right. beat up against a blue blood, big 12 championship winning program and against Bob Stu. So I think, you want to see that, but that's far, true and far between. I think the only bigger thing that that was like that was like Appalachian State beating Michigan at the Big House opening weekend, in 07
1: Thanks. But
0: the thing is, like, those are so few that like I, if we do maybe the first year, we do that and see if yeah. it works. Yeah. And like, if it doesn't work, if we if it goes like blowout city, then we go to these. Hey, new game plan. We'll review it. So maybe that could be the way to do it. Like the first year only, but you just don't do it regular season on. But like that to me, I don't see that working out that way. But
1: so I'm, much pressure on this yeah. next group of people these G5 group cuz if you if you mess up you've kind of ruined it for the next you know five Oh yeah 10. it's like <laughs> this,
0: is, this is why we can't have nice things you're the reason why we
1: can't have nice
0: things Cincinnati UCF yeah. Yeah. Houston, USF. No, i sorry, UCF, you're not good. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> this is why they don't trust us. This is why they don't allow us to get into the big thing. But on the flip side, if they do smack in Ohio State, if they do smack a Notre Dame, then you really got to open up that bad boy. You have yeah. no excuse.
0: Oh, if that happens, one, <laughs> that's so much money just for everyone watching the game. Just revenue, <laughs> merchandise, all right. of the memes. Twitter's going to be on fire. I love oh, that. That would actually, I mean, that would be great. I just... I think the only team that could have done that was the Milton 2017 team that went undefeated and then beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl and then went undefeated again, only to lose Joe Burrow, who yeah. won a Heisman the next year and also was probably on one of the best teams to ever be on a football field. Let's so, talk about it. oh, trust me. i talked about it a lot of my little brother. He was there. He was enjoying. It. I'm like, I'm living through you because my team is terrible right now. But that's <laughs> to me. I don't know if there's a team out there right now. But, hey, listen, football. We like it. We love chaos. We embrace chaos. That's why we love cultural football. That's why we watch sports. So um, I'm down Um, for it.
1: Absolutely agree. Well, Drake, you know, I appreciate every free stuff Friday we get to do together. Can you please remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work?
0: Oh, I love being here. Trust me, getting everything off my chest. Hot takes all damn time. (laughs) Uh, You guys can follow me on Twitter at Tally underscore underscore Drake. Follow my co-host Max at Max Moody 17. You can follow the podcast at Locked on Knowles. Also at, at Knowles Anonymous. It's our old podcast handle, but that's where we engage, collect questions for future episodes. Uh, come by. We are fans first, people second, pod- podcasters third. And we always love the spicy hot takes. So uh, come by, drop by and give us a listen
1: no doubt. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. You can follow Locked On ACC on Twitter so you can keep up to date and make sure you know when every episode drops. For Candace Cooper, for Drake, we hope you guys have a great and safe weekend. Be smart and safe out there. Until next time. You are Locked
0: On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast. Podcast Network, your team every day.